0: You're listening to the On Fire Empire podcast, episode number 32.
1: This week, we've got
2: just I can't believe it's pretty crazy thing about. It's really something else. When she was here last week, I thought that she was going to be there just closer there, you know. It's pretty crazy. I can't. It's really so weird. So, well, welcome back to the On Fire Empire podcast where we believe that no matter where you are in life, You've got the absolute ability to reinvent yourself. And you know what? It's all attainable with the right mindset and the right strategies. I'm your host, Kelly Bennett, and today we're talking about gossip. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got Jose here in the studio with me. (laughs) That's that? But gossip, that's right. You know that gun-flapping, time-sucking... All American pastime, you know. I think we. It sounds
1: all- disgusting.
2: Well, yeah. Well, and it kinda, gossip is disgusting. Well, it, yeah, it kind of is. But <laughs> let's face it, we've all kind of done it. We've all experienced it at one time or oh, another. Yeah. I know you have. Jose, I've seen you gossiping in the
1: quarters. Well, hey, hey, I don't <laughs> gossip, but I have observed, and unfortunately, yes, I've been a part of it, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, as you heard at the top of the show, gossiping, it usually happens in these hushed tones and, well, a lot of times, ugly voices and pretty unflattering comments. I mean- mm-hmm. You know, it's gossip when if the person you're chatting about, if you'd be, what, mortified if they walked in on the conversation?
1: Well, that's the whole point of whispering, but yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we see gossip. It happens at work. It's everywhere, really, right? At home, at social events, our kids' sporting events. Jose, you've got two kids that are still in school, and I know you go to a lot of sporting events. Do you see gossip among the parents? Well, with the kids?
1: Oh, All the time. And you would think that that's harmless, but it's not.
2: It's not cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it's also happening at our churches. And I've seen it in Bible studies over the year. And you know what? Here's my pet peeve. Let's not forget those quote unquote prayer chains. I mean, have you ever seen the prayer chain emails or posts on Facebook? Uh And I'm not dogging prayer. I'm a big believer in prayer, but... Come on. I think the prayer chain thing is often just an excuse for gossip. I don't know. I guess I could be wrong, but what do you think? It's
1: sort of like bait. And it's like, okay, do I bite on that and join this train of, well, it it is what it is, but I just can't stand those either. Yeah. Which is why I probably don't engage (laughs) at all.
2: Right. I mean, it's not like we're not going to pray for people and- Of course not. Of course we will. Right, right. But But not in the Facebook chain. (laughs) I just, yeah, I get kind of concerned when I see the prayer chain thing. But I think gossip, it's a bad habit and it's happening- everywhere. But in the moment, sometimes it kind of might feel fun and kind of feel good. But it's a really, I think it's a cheap thrill.
1: It absolutely is. yeah. And at the expense of obviously who we're talking
2: about. Right. Well, and today, what we want to have you think about is how disempowering gossip is. It's totally disempowering, which Mm -hmm. is why we're talking about it here during the empowerment series.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: So there's some significant side effects to gossiping. And you know what, Jose? I'll bet you (laughs) dollars to donuts. (laughs) (laughs) He always laughs when I
1: Nobody I think out there knows that that's our coin phrase going around here in the office. (laughs)
2: The is dollars that the to donuts. Is that Every time that the I hear gossip? Kelly say
1: dollars to donuts, <laughs> you gotta laugh. But yes, there it is. We're gossiping about dollars to donuts.
2: Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> they they tease me about that but around you're, here.
1: But you're right about disempowering. It it really is because it's deflating when you hear the gossip. If you run into it, for example, and you yeah you come across it and stumble across the conversation, you feel like, are you kidding me? Why are you talking about? That way, ta- speaking that way, about our colleague, about your coworker, about you know anybody, my family,
2: right, right. Well, so that's
1: it, where it deflates you, and you just
2: it can't when you happen upon it, or if you're the subject of it. But today, what's going to be interesting is we're going to look at some of the side effects of gossip. To you personally, if you're involved in it, if you're promulgating it, there's a nice big fancy mm-hmm. word, you know, if you're generating gossip, things that we don't really think about, but as we go through the four ways that gossip disempowers us, I think we're going to realize and see that it truly is a choice to step into the disempowerment zone. And that stinks if you're a mover and shaker and trying to get things done here in life, yeah, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, these are probably going to be a few things that you haven't thought of before, or maybe you haven't really thought of them in depth if if they have crossed your mind. But I want to encourage all of our listeners here to think about all the effects and how they might have popped up in your own experience. You know, the way to empowered living, I think, is all about making conscious choices And today, we're going to talk about those conscious choices relating to gossip. So let's tackle them together. You ready, Jose? We're ready. Here we go.
0: Welcome to the On Fire Empire. Each week, seasoned divorce and business lawyer, mediator, CEO, and surf diva Kelly Bennett will help you discover strategies and smarter paths to big results. As you listen, you may ask yourself... How did Kelly know I was going through that? It may feel like she's a fly on the wall of your life. She's intuitive, direct, and on point. Kelly brings the amazing lessons from her life's work to the table to set you up for a blazing bright future. We firmly believe lasting empires happen when well-rounded leaders achieve personal happiness, live out their calling, and develop meaningful relationships. Now it's time to hear from Kelly and her crew of experts, learn some new strategies, challenge your way of thinking, and get juiced about igniting your empire of a lifetime. The information provided in this podcast is for general interest only and not intended as legal advice nor does it create an attorney-client relationship between you and Kelly. And now, here's Kelly.
1: Everybody get
2: All right, well, it's time for some real frank talk about gossip. All right. So, let's dive into the four ways gossip is disempowering. The first one I want to talk about is the fact that gossip, Jose, it destroys your credibility.
1: It certainly does. It really
2: does. <laughs> well, you were you were slow to agree with me on that, I see. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean you're how credible are you if all you're doing is trying to discredit everyone else.
2: Yeah, that's that's true. It's a good point. And you know what, as I was researching this topic, one of the things that came to mind is the importance of credibility now within our society and especially within our economy. So, you know, with our social connections having gone completely global, really over the last 20 years with social media, it's been said that the new currency out there is... Trustworthiness mm-hmm. you know, and so think about it in the past. How did we establish somebody's suitability or trustworthiness to do a business transaction with? We might run their credit report and and look at that, or get references, written references. But now we do so much business online based on social um, reputation and trustworthiness. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, basically, your purchase or your experience sometimes is uh, determined by what's on Yelp, Right. for example. Right. And if you have a terrible rating on Yelp, well, there you go. All right. of a sudden your credibility is down to tubes.
2: Right. Uh, and so that's as important in a sense as a credit report. Mm-hmm. Like a credit report used to be. Right. But we were talking just the other day about a couple of the transactions that we've been we've done online not too long ago. It's shocking how much money, how big the transactions are that we will do online, where I don't know, 20 years ago we'd think that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. for example, we just purchased a Tesla. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. And that was an amazing experience.
1: It's all online.
2: It was all flipping online. Right.
1: You didn't go to a dealership and deal with, you know, Fred the salesman or whoever the heck is going to bug you.
2: None of it. (laughs) But we, okay, so like full disclosure, so Rachel, you know, our, my associate attorney in the law firm and also my daughter, Rachel had gone down that road and got herself a Tesla and, we watched that interesting exchange where there you had to go to a mall if you wanted to test drive because they had it they only have a storefront, right? Right,
1: right. And it's in a order, little kiosk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but everything was done online. But she felt comfortable because Tesla was a very reputable automaker. They're on the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. You order your car online, you put your deposit down online. Right and they interact with you very quickly. So anyway, when we decided to jump into the Tesla pool, so to speak, it was shocking how high responsive they were. And that was a major purchase. And if I had been on Yelp and, or whatever online reviews and seen mm-hmm. that bad bad reports. And right.
1: You would probably not make the decision to go ahead and buy the car.
2: Absolutely not. You're, you're
1: basing it solely on what everyone else is saying.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. And then the same thing, uh, oh, I don't know, sometime last year, Greg and I decided to refinance our house and we had a referral to a mortgage broker, which I'm always, I'll be very candid. Mm-hmm. Very suspicious of mortgage brokers, <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, probably the same way some people are not too keen on lawyers, but yeah, I don't blame it-
1: you though yeah
2: yeah, yeah. I, think should,
1: I think i Trust a mortgage broker as far as I can
2: throw. Okay. For all our mortgage <laughs> broker friends out there, we're not dogging on you. We're just, just like anything else. The the few bad apples, you know.
1: Seriously, it's only the bad ones. You are absolutely yeah. right. <laughs>
2: so anyway, I got the referral from my brother-in-law who's in the real estate business to a great mortgage broker. I never met the woman, but she had fantastic reviews online. Mm-hmm. She was highly responsive. Everything was done by email and, and by phone. And her credibility was stellar and she, but who thought I would ever do a transaction like that or buy a car all mm-hmm. online, but it all came back to credibility. So I guess before we go off too, too far <laughs> off the road here, because we're talking about it's gossip. Tan-
1: off on the Tangent Boulevard.
2: Tangent Boulevard. <laughs> Getting back onto the on-ramp of the gossip track now.
1: <laughs> but you can't help it because that's it. It's It's part of that discussion.
2: So anyway, but, you know, it's just like credibility and all that trustworthiness that came into play in doing those transactions, Mm -hmm. our own personal credibility or trustworthiness is totally affected by gossip. Totally. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's really, there's three key ways our personal credibility is affected. Where do we lose it? right? Oh. Okay. So let's Do talk- to you tell. About, well, I'll tell you. Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> well, the first way that I recognize as I worked this topic up is we lose our credibility with the person that we're gossiping to. That's right. I don't think people think about that because they seem to be receiving the gossip. They might be enjoying the gossip, uh-huh. but- I don't know, Jose, have you been the recipient of someone who can't wait to share a juicy piece of gossip with you?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, a number of times. I'll actually use one example and it shows you, well, first of all, how it makes them lose credibility, but you know how it affects you. But many, I forget how many years ago now, working in Carlsbad, I worked for a company that a young lady, a team member <laughs> who I worked with- Yeah. Uh, gossiping about, you ready for this? No. Sleeping with the owner of the what?
2: company. Well, are and you sure she wasn't in a confessional? Is that a <laughs> that's like a The worst part
1: about it is that oh. it was completely true. It really did happen. But what she didn't realize is she was gossiping for one reason. is because it clearly was giving her power or something oh, of that geez. sort. But the way that it made everyone feel – it was horrible.
2: Wait, so she was gossiping to more than to the just employees? You?
1: Yes, absolutely. What?
2: Get out of town. Man, that was awful. <laughs> what a doofus. I mean, come Obviously, on. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just. That's All just
1: names will not be mentioned in this train. Podcast. Doo,
2: doo, <laughs> Stupid train. Stupid
1: <laughs> train. Well, that's and that was one example of how her credibility after that was shot to heck. I mean, basically, no one would want to work with her. No one trusted her Mm. for anything. And virtually everyone in the company was afraid to interact with her.
2: Oh, the old- Because they wouldn't
1: trust her for anything. Right. She's going to say something to owner of said company? Is she going to? You just don't know.
2: Yeah. Oh. And
1: so it it really was a, a deep- Cut in <laughs>
2: in that company. Oh, in the culture, for yes. Sure. And crazy. what's amazing is that she thought she was gaining some kind of leg up or right. some kind of power from this, but she was actually just killing her credibility. Is that something? Oh, it's. So it's can amazing. you imagine the
1: gossip coming out of that situation <laughs> by other
2: oh, people in the company? <laughs> you know, that's one of those. Not very ladylike phrases, but a (laughs) cluster. Let's just put it that way and leave it. But seriously, now she has been completely disempowered, whether she knows it or not, because she's not trusted. She totally lacks credibility. And so if you totally lack credibility, obviously you're operating from a place of disempowerment. Did she figure that out after too long and the reactions people had with her? Did she find herself alienated? Oh, completely. Wow.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about how she got pregnant. Oh,
2: time. no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Now we're gossiping now, on the podcast. Now we're <laughs> gossiping about that. We're not doing that. But
1: isn't that hilarious? That's a, that's a great example. Here we go. <laughs> oh,
2: boy. Oh, boy. Well, and when you lose credibility to the other pre- people you're gossiping with, I mean, then you're stuck trying to prove yourself right. and build your reputation back up. Right. Before what an you can... extreme
1: case, though. Huh?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that... <laughs> Okay. You're right. You surprised me. Before the show, Jose says, I've got an example for you and you're not going to believe it. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm sure yeah. it's nothing new. There you go. Okay. that that That's a new one. <laughs> All right. Well, the second way you lose credibility is with your employer. So Engaging in gossip in the workplace just like that example. I think mm-hmm. a lot of us think of gossip as, you know, stuff ladies do at church. I shouldn't put, pick on the ladies, but we we kind of think of things done in social circles and friends gossiping ag- about other friends in their group, that kind of thing. Right. But there's so much of it that goes on in the workplace. But it seems like there's always someone in the workplace who's tempted to, you know, just Dip their toes into the gossip pool, you know, around what we used to call the water cooler, Mm -hmm. which (laughs) the
1: proverbial water cooler. Do they
2: still have those?
1: Well now it's a coffee maker. Okay. Well, or maybe it's the water (laughs) in the fridge. Mm -hmm. Water
2: in the fridge. (laughs) Or, you know, I've seen it even when our firm was smaller, we saw this in a very small environment, which was weird, but it would be a couple of employees. Kind of who became buddy buddies, and they would actually whisper literally whisper in this tiny little office. I think we had like 1500 uh-huh. square feet, tiny office over the cubicles. And it's like, you know, we're right here, right?
1: It's, it's <laughs> like they couldn't help it. They had to. I think it's like a physical reaction. I bet you they just had to. Okay, we can't we're gonna <laughs> whisper now. I, did well, you see what she It's, it's, it's
2: like, it, we're right it, here. It, it's, what are you we're doing? right here, but I, I gotta tell you. Having been an employer in the legal business for, you know, more years than I want to admit to, nothing creates a culture-busting air in the office quicker than that, quicker than the gossip, and it does not go unnoticed. That's what gets me, is it doesn't go unnoticed. We all notice it, right? We do. (laughs) We really
1: do. So if you think it's not noticeable,
2: yeah. Or well, not, you know, it, it just changes things, and you know, people start reacting to it. And be, as a result of it, sometimes they folks act kind of funny because of it. But I'll tell you what, as an employer, it sends a huge message to mm-hmm. me. And I know talking to other business owners, it sends a huge message that you, as an employee or a team member, whatever you want to call the person, you can't be trusted. So, if you're looking for advancement in a company,
1: That's a great example of it's not how gonna you're happen. not going to get there, yeah. Cuz I
2: can't I can't trust you.
1: Well, as a manager of people, I can't trust someone that's doing that from that standpoint because it's also harboring bad or ill feelings within a team. So, why would I want that person to, for example, lead on a project or anything like that? Yeah my concern would be that how are they going to interact with the other people will it get done on time will their quality be okay right and you might think well what's how's gossip going to affect that <laughs> well you got to remember if that's what's really important to them then there's lack of transparency so now what is it that they're going to tell their coworker their colleagues
2: right It's just a can of worms that they... Exactly. You know, I know I didn't do all the research over here, but that's going to be okay. This project will still turn out okay. I mean, it it does. And I think that's why it's so important to us in in the businesses we run because we know that when somebody lacks credibility and they don't care about the culture within the workplace, they're not going to last. And they're flying in the face of our core values, of our mission. Mm -hmm. So this one was really touched home in the sense that we really find this super important. So in the law practice, we actually have a policy. That's right. (laughs) It's called the No Gossip, Affirm Others Policy. It's in our employee handbook. We give it to all our new employees, all our current employees know about it. And this policy that we've written, it really reiterates how gossip gets in the way of that mission. That we have and mm-hmm. how it really flies in the face of our core values, which, you know, we take so seriously. We train on it, all of that. Right. So anyway, for, and here's the thing as a freebie, I've created a nice little downloadable for all of you to use in your business or in your home. Even if you're the CEO of your home and that's, that's right. your business, you can modify it, but the no gossip affirm others policy, we're going to have that on the show show notes page, right? That's right. And you mm-hmm. can
1: download it and you've got to be super curious what that,
2: <laughs> what that is. It's Come great, on, you have to. It's a great policy and it's written in plain yes. English. Yeah. So you can, you can hit that over at the show, at the episode page at Kelly Bennett Esquire. That's Kelly Bennett ESQ.com forward slash 032. And Jose, are you going to put a link to it also on the Facebook page maybe?
1: Yes. We'll actually link to that on the Facebook post for the episode as well, yeah. but it'll be in the show notes and you'll find it there as well.
2: Awesome. All right. I can't wait to hear uh, how you all use that and enjoy it. Okay. So last one on this credibility piece, you lose credibility with your clients or the customers you serve, or if you're a nonprofit Mm -hmm. with your board members, right? So if you're a business owner or sole proprietor, anyone who works with people that you call your clients, this is a big one. Now, this is kind of interesting in the law. Because I've watched a lot of other people in our industry make this really big mistake. And you know how it shows up? It shows up when we have new clients coming into the firm mm-hmm. and yeah. they say, well, you know, I had a prior attorney, but you know, they they talked about their clients. I heard them complaining and griping about other clients. And I didn't think that was too professional. And guess what they were worried about? What's that? What's the next step? Oh, yeah. What are they saying about me? Are they talking to other people about my case? And com- yeah Yeah. It, it's really interesting to see how frequently that deal comes in. Wow. <laughs> it, wow. It's really weird. So the mistrust is created there with your own clients. And, you know, when you get too friendly with the clients and maybe right. too comfortable and you start shooting the bull with them. That's usually when that happens. That's
1: right. And you know, these are long relationships too with our clients. So I can understand why attorneys get into a comfortable situation, you know, having a conversation after a meeting and so on, but you start rambling on and there you go. Right. You just start talking and speaking ill of clients other colleagues, other attorneys.
2: Yes. Oh, Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. So you just opened this door that we had this experience recently. So this could be anyone, not just attorneys. Right. But when you think about how you lose your credibility with clients, also think about the people who refer you business. That's right. So we had this weirdo situation not too long ago when... Our associate attorney and my daughter, I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know who this is, Jose, but for the audience, Rachel Bennett, Attorney Rachel Bennett. Rachel had come back from court and described a very strange run-in, if you will, with a couple of other attorneys down at the courthouse. But the bottom line is she had an experience in the attorney room down at court one day where two uh, lady attorneys were there. Oh, man. And... They started, it's funny, professional bullying, I call it. They tried to bully her. Rachel, you can't bully Rachel as (laughs) the funniest thing in the world if you think you can, but you can't. And she'll be so sweet, but very direct with you about it. But they started not only making snide remarks, but then they started literally gossiping about our law firm's practices Mm -hmm. and benefits in the attorney room with Rachel there. So, they were gossiping to each other. Now, the killer of this whole deal was one of the ladies, one of the attorneys. I had literally two days before referred somebody to her. Sometimes we have conflicts. Yeah. And sometimes we have people we can't take on their representation. So, here we are giving her business. Uh Uh-huh. Not anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it.
2: Because she showed us who she is in her character. And
1: how can we refer anyone to, well- Someone like that.
2: No. So the credibility was completely lost. So we're going to stop the episode at that and pick up where we left off next week, where Jose and I will share the second, third, and fourth ways gossip disempowers you. So before we head out today, I want you to be sure to grab the freebie that we mentioned, the No Gossip affirm others policy for employee handbooks or for home or for your volunteer organizations. And hey, even if you work in an organization, but you're not the boss, take a look and you might want to give that to your boss because they'd probably really appreciate it. I think it's a tool you're going to really enjoy. So before we go, I just want to remind you, head on over to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Kelly Bennett Esquire. That's Kelly Bennett And Let us know how you're going to use the No Gossip Affirm Others policy. I'd really love to hear from you. And also, share with us your thoughts on the credibility factor. I encourage you this week, as you're waiting for the next episode to hit, to develop zero tolerance for gossip in your life today. Because remember, life's now, so go get it. Let's get it implemented now. Well, as always, thanks for listening and be sure to join us next week for part two of the four ways gossip disempowers you. Until next time, friends, live with gusto and ignite your empire. Ciao.